Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to a brand new episode of Don't Blame Me. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me, starring Melissa and a random guest. Yeah, you're probably like, oh, I thought it it was going to be a repeat because I saw that Megan got COVID again. No, Megan's a fucking champion (laughs) and she's here. Um, Don't hold your breath that I'll be here for it, but am I wrong? Because... 
I don't know that I'll last that long, but I can last through. Don't blame me, everybody. Yeah, you. Yesterday, I was like, I mean, we can we just do the bonus episodes, and you're like, no, I can do it. And it's I a said, timeline. That's I what said, it is for me. And I said, okay, um, this is the order we're going to do things in, uh, and we'll see what we get to. We got yeah. the most important things out the way, which yeah. is ads. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. We got to pay for this. Um, I got to pay for all the fucking Puffs Plus Indeed that my nose is blowing into. Um, but yeah, we wanted to make sure that you had an episode because like, I feel fucking bad because like the end of the year, we both got sick. Like mm-hmm. we were just like ping ponging back, sick back and forth. Um, and then the new year started. I rung in the new year with COVID and then I'm rebounding with COVID again. So it's just been a shit show. And so... You know, I want to do this. And I really only like I wake up feeling pretty horrible and then I'm fine because my Claritin D kicks in and I'm like, I'm, I'm crushing it. And right. I'm all, like True. stuff's coming out of my body in a good way. And then I hit about two thirty, three o'clock and shit goes downhill until I go to bed. So it's really just it's it's a numbers game. It's we're talking about daylight. So we're coasting, ready to give some advice. I haven't taken any Dayquil today. So the only thing I have is Claritin D. So if I give bad advice, I cannot blame it on um, the medication. I could blame it on COVID brain. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hoping for the best. But that's why I sound like this. So hopefully you get used to it. I'm not my full Aquafina. I have not fully unlocked my Nora <laughs> voice. So that, that was... that was, that was I, At least like here, I know that it's you. That Nora vo- voice, I'm like, who the hell is that? <laughs> That's what I have. I was like, who is she? <laughs> this one still sounds like me. Just like yeah. sick me. That one was like someone. It was face swap, but vocal cord edition. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that movie? Face swap? I don't, oh, I know face off. I don't know I face swap. Okay. I <laughs> yeah, I saw it back uh, when it used to play on TNT when I was a child. Mods showed me it and like, or he was watching it and I was like not paying attention. And then at one point I was like, what's going on? I asked him a question. I was like, roll this tape back. Start the shit over. I'm I'm in. And he was like, really? I was like, this is bad. I'm down. (laughs) I enjoyed it. It was crazy. Um, So yeah, this is Don't Blame Me, where we give you wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. So if you want some advice from yours truly, you can send us a uh, voice memo at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a DM where you write it out. You can also write out the email or you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 for the written requirements under 300 words for the voice memo requirements under three minutes and the voicemail will automatically cut you off at that point. Um, and for all of the above, we do ask that you include as many details as possible, your age, you have to be 18 or over, have your parents' permission. But even if you're over 18, include your age because if it's about a relationship, tell us how long you've been together, it is all anonymous, so you can use like fake names or pseudonyms for people. Um, but the more details we have, the more relevant details we have, the better advice we can give you. And despite being like, you know, hot and funny and quirky and hilarious, we do want to give you good advice. So we if do. you set us up for success, hopefully we can help us help you. You know, <laughs> you can join our Patreon to watch the video version. The only stipulation I will say is if you are caught up to date on my Instagram stories, Actually, no, it'll be some time past. I, I have been wearing the same clothes for about a week and I do look horrible, but you will know that it's me because the voice will then match how my lips are moving. Okay. Uh, and we have uh, different tiers for our Patreon. As little as a dollar a month, as much as $6. $6 
get you both but am i wrong and don't blame me video and also the live stream which we do a couple times a month and also uh, one of the new perks i would say of joining the live stream is that we're into gamer girls for gamer girls and um, I started playing Monopoly Go over the the winter holiday, and I got really into it. It is just visually stimulating. And I was like, Megan, come play with me. And then we were talking about it in the live stream, and everybody joined too. And now we've got the whole the whole gang's there. We've got sticker swaps going on. We've got we're taking down landmarks. I got to read a message that we received from one of our listeners. I, I mean, I feel like I... Uh, one of our close personal friends. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry that I, I uh, downplayed <laughs> how important you are to our, <laughs> to our lives. They sent me screenshots from their private group chat that they have that we're not allowed to be in a part of. Someone said... I'm just going to read y'all's names. You're getting shout outs. These were sent by Eric. And Mary said, Soraya destroyed my entire city. Diana said, oof, I've been choosing random people whenever it gives them to me. And then Eric said, damn, and the receipts too. They've got screenshots of people taking everything down. Uh, (laughs) And uh, Diana said, she keeps choosing violence. Soraya said, I do want to say that I did apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Soraya's been taking me down <laughs> me too um then eric said i think y'all started a war in the group chat with monopoly i think somebody says something about the two of us too oh it says pink hair sarah we do have a lot of sarah's pink hair oh God, sarah. So <laughs> pink hair sarah and eminem keep attacking and robbing me and my ipad is home so i don't know what's going on right now <laughs> who said that eric <laughs> oh that's so funny and i want to say Eric's iPad is definitely at home right now because I'm like looking at Eric's landmarks like, Eric, we we have cleaned you the fuck up. I'm so <laughs> sorry, babe. Um, I also got a DM from Nicole being like, this was literally right after I posted that I tested positive for COVID and said, mm-hmm. I just realized I wrecked your landmark and I felt so slay. But then I remembered you're sick again and I felt like an asshole. <laughs> and you're in my thoughts as in my heart as you heal and rest. So sorry, bestie. If you need any stickers, let me know. <laughs> as we speak, Soraya just robbed me. Ugh. I robbed you real good this morning. I'm sure. I got to a point where I had $27 million. And I was like, if I don't spend this shit fast, someone's about to come. Anisha. Yeah. Is, Anisha's about to come and fucking rob the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to ask Soraya and Mary how the fuck, like, have they been spending real money? Because, like, how are you getting so good? I don't know. But uh, if you join our live stream, we'll give you access to our bank info to get in on the game it's so fun um and yeah we love our live streams they're a great time and we have new people like pretty much every time so don't worry about being like the only new person or if you are the only new person just know that when melissa says like ask you a random icebreaker question you don't actually have to reply yeah you do no you don't, I don't know what you're talking about you're they 100 have to 100 have to reply i gotta say i'm in the hairstylist um board and i love the little bouffants these little these little characters have <laughs> these little pink bouffants so cute so anyways we're gonna give you some wonderful amazing life-changing advice and prepare yourself gird your loins 
enjoy your day. I don't know if you're at work, if you're at lunch, um, you're on your 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 commute to or from. Always love to know where you are. Tell us in the DMs, like where are you when you're listening to this episode? But don't oh, text okay. and drive. Do not te- don't call and drive. Either. Don't call and drive either. One breaks. Two, the sound quality is terrible, horrid. But I will say though, I do appreciate when people pull over. And they pull over at next to a farm and we just hear cows moving in the background. Whoa. I love that shit. <laughs> All right. We're going to get to the advice part now. First, write in. I'll read it because can you breathe? I don't know. No. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Please be nice. I will cry otherwise. No. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, 24, she, her have a group of friends from college. We now all live one to two hours from each other, but get together every now and then. Bella, she, her, and Ray, he, him, are dating. And Olivia, she, her, and Liz, she, her, have boyfriends. Liz lives with her boyfriend, John, he, him. Sometimes Bella and Liz's boyfriends join when we get together. They've all been dating around one and a half to two and a half years. And in that time, I used to have a boyfriend and he would hang out with us sometimes. We were recently trying to plan a day meetup in the middle and grab dinner because it's been a few months since we all saw each other together. In the group chat, Liz said that her and John were good with the plan. And then Olivia said that her boyfriend would come. I didn't realize that the boyfriends would be joining and I kind of just wanted to hang out with my friends. But I understand that they're part of their lives and they're nice guys to hang out with. I thought I would feel like I'd be the seventh will in the group of couples and thought about bringing one of my friends, Beth, she, her, who has met my college friends a few times. So I would have a person with me. Olivia and John are very coupley and Olivia kind of only talks to John when they're here. Is it weird to bring my friend to the group dinner? How do I still hang out with my friends without forcibly excluding their boyfriends? How do I not feel like the third, fifth, or seventh will when hanging out with my friends and their boyfriends? How do you navigate friendships with their partners is usually included. I mean, my automatic advice is don't bring Beth, but tell them not to bring their boyfriends. Because like, I don't know what the point of you going is if Beth, because then it's just you and Beth hanging out next to two of your college friends and couples there. So like, I think you'll just Mm -hmm. hang out with Beth then. It doesn't sound like they're really good at splitting time. But I also think it's kind of like, there are some friends where you like hang out with them as a couple and they're good couples like that. Like, you know, they branch off, they do their own things. Like it's totally fine. And then there are people who you don't hang out with them as a couple because like they're not so good at that or their friends, the friend groups aren't so immer- like immersive like that. But mm. they honestly like not being rude, like they might have just kind of forgotten that the the factor has changed that you don't have a boyfriend there. So they might just be yeah. being like, oh, I guess that would be weird if it is just all of us and and her. So I would think if they've been dating for a long time, I would just respond and say like, oh, I was actually hoping we could like just do a girl's night. If that's not in the cards, like let's plan for one of those soon. And then I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with being like, I'm like not super into being like a seventh wheel, LOL. Like I've said that to people before and like I would never be offended if someone said that to me. Like if they're like, I don't really feel like being a third wheel, I'd be like, okay, then I'll uninvite mods. I think that is perfectly good information. I mean, like there's some couple friends that I've hung out with where like we're just all friends. I think 
if it's yeah. gonna be like this all the time especially if they like end up being their forever partners or however long that they're together I think it's important to incorporate those other people into your friendship. Like, don't think of them as your friends' partners. Also think yeah. of them as your friends. And then that changes the perspective. If they're going to be coupley, that's, to me, kind of rude. Very rude. Like, y'all could have stayed home to do that. Uh-huh. But if we're more so thinking of it like this is all the group of us hanging out, then it totally changes the dynamic. And, yeah, I think we, you, you can all be, like, good friends together if you like them you said they're good guys and or have the guys go out and do their own like you meet at the same place but have them go off and do something else yeah that's another suggestion i also would say like if you're gonna go with all of them i'm saying like i wouldn't necessarily bring a person because i think you'll just end up talking to them but i do worry Mm -hmm. about splitting the check so then i would bring a person because if they're like oh it's just like let's just all split it evenly this way and it's like i can't when couples do that and you're like no that's not okay. even. Or I'll just order a second meal and I'll have it later. <laughs> yeah. Let me order myself some lunch for tomorrow. Right. But yeah, I'll, I'll, them being coupley, like that's something that like they need to get out of if they want this to be a friend group situation. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know anybody who's been dating for like over a year who's like that. Some of them been dating two and a half years. Yeah. And that's like, that's a little long to kind of be in that phase. Right. Or that state. So just have an honest conversation with them. It's not rude. No, I wouldn't find it rude if I was on the receiving end of it, like whatsoever. All right. We're going to take a break and when we get back, we'll get into some more. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books, so... We're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book a lot of it can feel like really daunting so to have like a service where it's like you're gonna get like high quality hardcover books which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices but also curated so it's like amazing cool wonderful great this is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work. 
which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And we're back and it is time for the next one. I can read this next one. It's a little shorter. Okay. All right. Dear Megan and Melissa, my boyfriend, 27, broke up with me, 27, three days ago. We started dating when we were 19, have lived together for six years, and would have celebrated our eight-year anniversary in a few days. Though we've been having problems for a while, went to counseling two separate times within the span of a year, the breakup was a shock to me. We'd agree to give it time, continue counseling, and work on the relationship since we love each other so much. Now he says he doesn't want to work on it anymore, and he feels he needs to leave the relationship and be alone to be happy. I'm heartbroken, and I feel like I'm losing my future, my best friend, and the love of my life. We met studying abroad, and I had moved to his home country for him. Learned the language and adjusted well, though it wasn't always easy. Now I have to move to my hometown to live with my mom while figuring out the next steps, leaving behind both my soulmate and the life I've built for myself in this country. It scares me that we'll be in two different countries, as I hope we can get back together and make it work in the future. However, I feel like staying without him would hurt too much. I'm currently between jobs, so basically I feel like I've reached the lowest point in my life. I would appreciate any advice you have on picking myself up and navigating this new reality. I'm having a hard time accepting the breakup and feel like I will keep waiting for him to change his mind or for us to get back together in the future. Thank you so much. Love the show. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm that's so, so sorry. fucking awful. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah. Here's a, a positive to being, if you feel like right now, you're at the lowest point in your life. That means tomorrow it can only get better. You can yeah. only go up from here. This is a lot because this is, you know, this is somebody you've been with your whole adult life and you don't you move to a different country for them and adapt it to the new country. And you don't know how to be yourself without them because your whole life was dedicated to adapting to being with them. And I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, I need you to get mad at him because like I'm mad at him. And like, I think you're like longing for this. But I think like this was a really shitty move on his part because you're saying that like, you know, we've had some issues, but like I was totally blindsided by it. Yeah, of course you're blindsided by it. Like everything you've said, this was the plan was that you were going to work on this and you like loved and you're between jobs and he knows that you don't like this is just like such a inconsiderate kind of thing. Like I think that this is really pulled the rug out from underneath you. And also like Melissa said, like you made all these sacrifices for this relationship and I don't know if he has I would ask yourself that question like how much have you bled out for this relationship and he's essentially leaving you high and dry to like figure this shit out and obviously like I don't think he should have just like stuck it out but like to time it a little bit better would have been much kinder and or to be more forthcoming and not basically reassure you that this was the plan was to keep working on it and then to have suddenly like okay no like then say like oh, let's work on it for three months and check back in in three months like right because y'all only went you said over the span of a year you went to counseling two separate times two times is not enough to no. help over 365 days that's not enough to be beneficial at all it should have been consistently going at the rate that your counselor saw best 
but it just seems like he doesn't he doesn't want to give any more to the relationship and i don't i don't necessarily think that it's like something to hold against him he saw that it was the end he he made some type of effort but it wasn't a full effort but i think that that maybe the thought of going to counseling was like the last step for him and then he got to the point where you know like i don't see any benefit to this because i don't want to be here and it might have been that it was all of a sudden to you but he had been ruminating on it for a while he should have been honest with you Mm-hmm. that for like throughout but like sometimes it's just hard to process those emotions when you're going through it and you don't know how to do it especially like this is the only I mean you're 19 so like this is the only serious relation I mean you're you're 27 and y'all have been together since you were 19 like this is the only relationship that you're re- you've really been in and you don't know how what a breakup is like in the adult sense yeah I'm I'm really sorry And I think like the advice for picking yourself up is just, you know, like going back home is not a failure. You tried something. It didn't work. It's not working. I think that now, like, don't really focus on the past, because if you're focusing on the past, you're going to always be holding on to this thing of like, he's going to come back around like it'll change. Like, it's fine. He's just going through something, which he might be. But we shouldn't be holding on to that. We should be looking forward to like what's next. Like maybe like moving in with your mom is just like temporary for right now. And you, there's something else that you always wanted to do that was that you couldn't do because you were living across the, or living in a different country. So maybe figure out, figure out like the things that you always wanted to do and couldn't and just work. It could even just be hobbies. It could be trying a new recipe. It could be like going to a different place. Just like try new things and see what you like and it or you don't like and just like look forward to the future instead of dwelling on what could be dwell on what will be. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I think you need like uh, such a clean break. Like I would block him on absolutely everything because you're not going to run into him, obviously. But like, I don't know if he has siblings or friends that you're mutuals with, like block everything because you will then stay inside in your mom's house, not living your life, looking at him living his life and being upset about it when really like you should be living your life. And you made so many sacrifices that like he was attached to where you lived, like he was attached, like all of these things there. And so you have been you've been attached to him and for, for, for so long that you haven't had an independent adult experience, an independent like adult life. And like, yes, moving abroad is a very adult thing to do. But you 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 did that with a sense of security for a relationship. You had all of that stuff there. And now this is all, this is you. Like you get to do whatever makes you happy and try out all of these things. And it's like a time to be like, I would say radically selfish and hyper independent and finding things that bring you joy because... I'm not going to like not to discredit anything that like brought you joy while you were together, but it was attached to him. And I think that as hard as it is and like how much this is like really like rocked your world, I think that you're really set up well for getting over this and then thriving because you're able to have a much cleaner break than a lot of other people. Like you're able to like literally put, I'm assuming thousands of miles between you guys and to like start in a new place. And like, I don't know the last time if you're, if it's the house that you grew up in that you're going to be, or you haven't, maybe it's like your mom has moved, but like you have 
an opportunity here to be a totally different person than you were the last time you were in your hometown or the last time that you were back in this country or this state or wherever. You've like learned so much, but I think longing for a relationship that was actively rocky and like actively had you guys like being like their stuff to kind of work through, you deserve so much better than that. And I think focusing on things that make you feel good about yourself, that can literally be like playing with makeup in your room. It can be like recording a cute TikTok video. It can be just like putting on a fun outfit and like going out with high school friends or even just downloading apps and talking to people. But like things that remind you, like I am like so fucking awesome. Like I'm the fucking prize. Like give yourself the Simone Biles husband speech. Like that is, you, you need to remind yourself that how he treated you and wishing for a relationship that you're at this point, you're still not even, you're not looking at with rose colored glasses. Like you're being transparent and honest that like, yeah, shit was hard and we were working through it, but I thought we would have worked through it. I always say like the, the sign of like your person or like true love is like when there are two people who want to work through it and you can't want to work through it enough for the both of you. And so I think if he does come back around, the true sign of healing is that like you're so far beyond him like you're so over him and him wanting to separate like I can only be alone to be happy is not a knock on you that's like to me like that's a sign of like someone who really doesn't know who they are someone who is like you know naive and insecure and like just needs to figure out their own shit and as hurtful as that is he's given you the opportunity for you to do the same and you to like do that with like flying colors and it's really really hard and I think it'll take a lot of baby steps and if you you know, you fuck up and you like check in on him and you like look on his Instagram or whatever. That's also okay. Like we all slip up in there, but I promise you, you'll how, you'll notice how you feel afterwards. And mm-hmm. when you can get into the habit, think of it like you're like working out or anything. Once you can get into the habit of pretending he doesn't exist, you can get into the habit of ignoring his existence, his presence, you'll start to remember what life was like without him and you'll start to like see what this new life is like without him and I think you'll realize that there's there are things that you're not gonna miss about him so sometimes it's easier at the early stages before you get to that like you naturally get to that angry stage remind anytime you start reminiscing on the good stuff like think of all of the bad stuff (laughs) and like remind yourself that like it doesn't work out until it does and just because we think this thing it was supposed to work out in reality we square peg round hole if we force it it's gonna end eventually and i don't i again like i i agree with melissa that like you you can't always plan these things perfectly but like i do think that like his communication really lacked in all of this and i just know that you deserve so much more and you just have to start feeling that so you can pretend that you think you deserve so much more even if you don't feel it and eventually you'll start to really feel it and you'll start to know it yeah but i'm so fucking sorry and i don't know where you live but we've got we've we've got little fuckers all over the globe. So if you're in our Facebook group and you're looking to make some new friends, join. Send us a message on Instagram and let us know if you're not in it and you're trying to join. And I'm sure there are people like and whatever if it's the US or Canada, whatever state province, like there's going to be someone who would probably like love to meet up and like go get coffee with you or anything like that. All right. On to the next one. Hi Eminem, I'm 22, they, them, and I just wanted some advice as you guys have previously said that you're very good at being cunty with only the other person knowing, but not necessarily everyone thinking you're being rude. 
For context, I'm trans and I use they, them pronouns and I really struggle with um, being upfront about it and telling and correcting people. I usually only tell the people I care about, but then often they don't say it even after like I've told them. And I actually have lost a friendship that was because it was two years and they were the first person I came out to and they never said my correct pronouns. And I do have friends and people in my life that do help me correct. But when I'm on my own or in places that are like very straight or I don't know many people, I have to stick up for myself. And I just kind of want to know ways that are kind of petty because I feel like I should only have to tell someone once properly. And then like, I don't mind if someone gets it accidentally wrong, but I often find that people only say it a few times and then I don't really have the confidence to correct them. So I just want to know ways that you can kind of be petty about it. I also am in a lot of student politics stuff at my uni. And whilst most people I'm around are very progressive, we do get some people in a while that are quite conservative. And I just want some tips on how to be on the face. I see nice, but I'm actually being kind of petty or just bitchy but only they know because if like they're not going to give me the respect that I feel like I shouldn't give it to them and just for an example there's someone that I used to work with that was very homophobic and for anything positive I would say slay and so it's seen as positive but I knew they did not like it and so I thought that was just a great little thing so anything like that or just ways to be kind of rude but also polite just so I kind of get it across that like, you please be a decent human. Like, don't fuck with me, please. Thank you. I love the podcast and I really appreciate you. And I really hope just for tips on how to be like petty, but still everyone thinks I'm nice about this and like social rights stuff. I'll preface it by saying if you're new here, neither one of us belong to this marginalized group. But I am a black woman. And I will say for me personally, this is a personal experience when it comes to things that are like social issues that have to do with the group that I belong to. I don't like to be petty. I like to be upfront because things get misconstrued if you're being petty and you don't want that to be the final, the final like answer to that. You want it to be like them being correct. And so you know, if I hear somebody saying something is racist, I'll say that's racist because yeah. it is. I think in this situation, they're not being respectful or nice to you. So you don't need to be respectful or nice back to them. I don't like it's not important for people to see me as nice. No one like it's important for people to respect me and understand that I'm coming from a good place, but I don't need to be nice. And so I don't think in this situation, this is a time to be petty. This is a time to be straightforward and put people in their place. You can put people in their, pla- in their place in a nice way, in a kind way, but that doesn't, it, there should be no gray area for you wanting your rights respected. Yeah, I don't even think there's a way for you to be petty. Like in the, cause like I think like at base level when someone is like, I don't like it's not like, yes, they're not respecting you, but like they're not even seeing you. Like if they're Mm -hmm. not seeing you for who you are there, like I don't think that that's like the lowest of the low to me. It's like there's no way that you can be petty to that. Like that is like bottom of the fucking barrel. So I think anything you respond with or 
reply with will by default not be petty and by default, you know, be 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 valid and also be polite because when there's no there's no lower than that then you can go that like would make whatever you're doing like oh well actually now you're being rude like that's yeah. <laughs> regardless so i mean i think like one thing you could do is just ignore and being like oh i didn't realize i i wasn't oh no that that's those are my pronouns i didn't realize you were talking to me and that's a way you can do it and also like you know you can pick and choose depending on the person you're talking to what you think will be most receptive to them or depending on the environment you're in that you feel most comfortable doing but i think another thing that is very helpful is just like you can every time they start and they use the wrong pronouns you just say like oh no actually and you correct every single time so then it becomes like if it's a choice that they're making while you are interrupting them, correcting them, then it's like, no, you actually can't slide with this. Like you can't Mm -hmm. slide with pretending you're trying because I'm going to correct you every single time. You're not going to be able to finish your sentence. You're not going to be able to get this. We're not going to be able to have a conversation until you start respecting me. And so, and then if they choose not to do that, then that's like a remove yourself from that circumstance and situation because like they can't play like uh, ignorant there because you're directly calling it out in the exact moment. I, I mean, I think the only things that would be like, I mean, the la- the other one I would say is you could be like, oh, who are we talking about? Like, I, I was, oh, no, that's not, that's actually not, those are not my pronouns. Like, that's, that's not me. I don't know who we're talking about. And you can play that very earnest. Um, and that might feel like petty to you. Again, I don't think that's petty, but it can feel a little bit more indirect of a way to just be like, Oh, a who? Oh, yeah, no, that's actually not mine versus being saying those are not my pronouns. Like if you feel like, mm-hmm. well, maybe they're not talking about me. I'm not 100% sure or whatever that is. But then I think a thing to say is that like a lot of people will do this. And I also don't think this is petty is using other people's wrong pronouns. But I think if you're going to do that, I would say like, how does that feel for you? Like that feels probably like whether it hurts your feelings or not or like makes you feel right. But like it feels kind of <laughs> like pathetic, doesn't it? Like I cl- I know what your pronouns are and I'm choosing not to use them. Like doesn't that feel a little silly? Like, I think we're all better than that. Yeah. Come on. So I, I, I don't think that there's any, any which way in which you would be petty for correcting someone or you would be doing it in a way that is stooping to their level or whatever. Because I, I think this is just like disrespect and you deserve to be treated as a, as a, as a human and an autonomous human with like your own being addressed <laughs> properly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's petty to not use people's pronouns. Correct. So just put people in their place. Yeah. And you'll be able to tell really quickly who are the people who are like, oh, shit. I'm, and then they start correcting themselves. So like you're not going to push any good people away from you by, by doing this. It's just really going to mm-hmm. show people's true colors. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. And we're back. <laughs> On to the next one. Hi, Megan, Melissa. Long time listener, first time caller. I'm calling for a don't blame me. My boyfriend... 37, he, him, and I, 26, she, her, have been together for two years. My boyfriend is an alcoholic. He told me when we met and tried to get better. However, as time passed, his disease got worse. Although he has never been violent, physically or verbally towards me, living together came with some traumas for me. Many unkept promises, drunk driving, accidents, emergencies, and a lot of stress. I decided to save my life and give us one more chance. I changed job, moved back to my parents' place. His parents came to live with him and he eventually got sober. I set a clear boundary as I moved. I don't want to be around him if he's drunk or just drank a little bit. Um, I asked for him to be 10 months sober before we could discuss moving back together. After one month of long distance and sobriety, he came to see me for a weekend. But after only an hour at my place, he proceeded to secretly, secretly drink the whiskey he brought. This was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I felt betrayed, disappointed, and lost all hopes for a future together. I've been very upset ever since. I want to call it quits, but don't know how to. He's going to be eight hours away from me, and he's very fragile. Still, I don't know what to do. Do I call him? Do I video call? Do I go to see him and tell him? I don't want to use logistics as an excuse, but I'm also afraid of not going through with it if we're not face if we're face to face. So yeah, any advice would be welcome and an advice from me for other people, maybe leaving the hell I'm li- I've I've lived and I'm still living right now. Reach out to Alan. Um they truly helped me and they offered a wonderful support system for me. Thank you. Bye. I'm really sorry. This is like so super hard. Um, But I think you're really self-aware in that like, you know, you know that like you're not sure if you're going to be able to go through with breaking up with him if you're face to face. And I think like trust that because, you know, ultimately the goal is you need to end this and considering his feelings and how he takes it is a very like noble and kind thing to do. But ultimately the 
the ultimate goal has to be that, that it, it ends. So we can already rule out um, doing it in person because if you can't actually end it, it is not beneficial for you to be doing that in person. Like you can't think about him more than you think about you. So I would say it sounds like his parents are in his life. I don't know if you've met his parents. I would call his parents first and say, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. I don't know if they know that he you caught him drinking after he was like a month sober um, or a couple months sober. And I would let them know that that happened. And you're like, so uh, this is like this, I'm done with this. But obviously, we're long distance right now. And I want to make sure that you know that this is coming. So you can be there for him and you can support him. And I'm willing to hear like, I'm not going to be doing it over like, I'm not gonna be doing it in person. I'll be doing it um, over the phone. And if you if you want to be make sure that you're in the house when I do it, we can schedule a time when I call him. So you guys are our home. So you know, it's coming. But I would just make sure that you let his, his parents know. That's like the only thing I would say there. And then I would do it over the phone. And I would write everything down that you want to say. And I would start by telling him that like, so this is going to be really hard to hear. I've written everything down. This is a statement from me. This is like not a discussion like I'm really firm in my beliefs for this and this comes from like a place of love and this is like gonna be a lot this is what we both need and I need to put myself first and I I and then get into it and if he starts like arguing back or getting mean then I would say like I'm gonna hang up the phone now like if you do this and I would just there's no bartering there's no compromising on this there's no promises that he can make for that and I would stand firm in that and if you have to hang up the phone, that doesn't make you a bad person whatsoever. Like you have to think about yourself and he doesn't need you if you can't if you you can't be the person you need to be for yourself. Like we become like shells of ourselves and we give ourselves so much to other people that eventually those other people like they bleed and suck you dry and then you're not helpful for them. So just knowing that in doing this is not it might feel to him in the moment or feel to you that like you're actively harming him or this is like a really bad call. Um, but it's not sustainable for you. And you're not going to be able to be a support system for him at this point anymore. And that's okay. And that's something that he can't expect from you. And he's really lucky that his parents are in his life. And that's something that not everybody else has and has people who can look out for him. But that ship has sailed with you. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I really don't have anything else to add to that. That was excellent advice. Yeah. You, you have to take care of yourself and being with him is not helping you. So that's not taking care of yourself. I know it's going to be hurtful. And I mean, I know that he's hurting you and I know it's going to be painful to like, let him go, but he's not your responsibility. You're your own responsibility. So just I think what Megan said, it really it really like handles the whole situation with care. Looping in his parents is great advice. And um, yeah, just good luck. And I wish you all the best with this. Yeah. And I would make sure that you know going into it that it's it's not gonna be a conversation. I think you need to get everything out that you wanna say because you can't expect you're not I don't know that you're gonna get anything out of him. Do you know what I mean like you're not going to get a response you want out of him or, you know, anything like that, but making sure, I don't know, Melissa and I've given advice before on like ghosting or like ending friendships or ending things or whatever. And we've always said like, you know, the final message you send 
shouldn't be an invitation for a response. And people might take it as an invitation of a response, but you as the person who's saying all of those things, you're not looking for a response. There's nothing there that's looking for an explanation or looking for whatever. You're tying it up with a bow on your side because the other person's not giving you the opportunity for that. Like you have to kind of be your own closure in that. So I hope that he, I think anybody has like, I, I think I think anybody with resources, I have like so much faith in people for in getting sober. Like I, I'm someone who like, I really believe that people deserve, no one deserves to go through that and no one deserves to like stay in that for eternity. But a lot of that becomes no longer our business once we sever those relationships and like we can hope for the best and wish for the best for them. And maybe down the road, they get to the step of making amends and you're one of those people on those on that list. But at that point, that relationship should not be like an active one between you guys. And I think you've given him so many opportunities. And I'm really glad that you are active in an Al-Anon community. And I would definitely, you know, make sure if you're someone who like, I don't know if you are, but it sounds like you're really good at creating strong boundaries. So I don't maybe think that this is you. But if you're someone who, if you tend to kind of relinquish on those boundaries, make sure you tell some people in your life that you've done this so they can also hold you accountable. But I, I think that you're going about this the exact right way. And like you're really choosing yourself, which I think is super admirable. And I think is very, um, a really strong thing to do. So like really just big kudos to you for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, this is very tough. All right. Well, um, now it's time for Don't Blame Them. Ooh, if you're brand new here, Don't Blame Them is where a listener calls in with their own advice pertaining to a call that we had on a previous episode. So maybe they have advice of their own, they have some personal lived experience, or they just have some additional insight that they would like to share. Hi, this is a don't blame them responding to the partner licks his fingers while eating call. It sounds like it could be misophonia based on the way she reacted to her mother eating. Having to remove yourself and crying and pulling your hair out in the bathroom doesn't sound like a quote unquote normal reaction to simply being bothered by something. I have misophonia and some sounds, for example, certain chewing sounds that certain people make physically hurt and can actually send me into irrational rage or a full on panic attack. There's a really good episode of a podcast called The Illusionist about misophonia. I'm sorry, I don't know if it's misophonia or misophonia with a doctor called Dr. Jane Gregory that is doing research about him. In the episode, she shares some advice and great tips and simple verb and simple verbal techniques to make it easier in the day-to-day life. And she's got a book too, Sounds Like Misophonia, How to Stop Small Noises from Causing Extreme Reactions. She also says that we tend to get stronger reactions to people that we have a stronger emotional connection to. So that might be why it's more concentrated to family. It is neurological and has to do with how the brain processes sound. And it's estimated that about 20% have it. She's not alone and it's not her fault. Great advice. Maybe I should listen to that. I don't have the chewing one, but I have a big sound issues. Yeah. I become a, I become a cunt. When someone's yeah. making a noise, I become a horrible person. So that's interesting. I'm probably going to listen to that. So thank you. Very, very, very helpful. I hope the original caller knows that it's very common. Mm-hmm. 20% of people is a lot. Yeah, it's a huge amount of people. Mm-hmm. And that's probably only like self-identified versus people who like don't even know that that 
they haven't categorized it. That's why they have a reaction like that. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. And we hope you all enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can always leave it a review. We always appreciate that. Spotify or the podcast, Apple Podcast app. And you can join our Patreon, watch the video versions, join our live streams, fuck around with us on Monopoly Go. And um, yeah, we have new merch coming soon. If anyone knows about taxes, (laughs) (laughs) that's the only hurdle keeping us there. Yeah, we're doing this for the first time on our own. And um, we came in to some tax stuff that we have to fill out. So we'll get it done soon. And there are numbers, math. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope none of you have COVID. And if you do, I hope we entertained you while you're sick. Anything else? That's it. That's it. Follow us everywhere and watch my latest video talking about how I got COVID and how I'm feeling so great. You're going to have to make another one. I know. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're so lucky you didn't rebound. And I'm like, skirt. (laughs) Rewind. She did. (laughs) You're probably wondering how I ended up here. (laughs) Uh, We hope you all enjoyed and we will see you. See you soon. We've got a bonus episode tomorrow. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Yay. All right. Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.